You gotta fight for your right. Believe it, baby. I see y'all next year. That's exactly right, Kels. You gotta fight for your right to party. And the Chiefs did that with style in Vegas. Um, man, I uh, dramatically feel like I played five quarters last night. Um, I'm so <laughs> emotionally spent. I realized um, on that, that game-tying drive, I had to walk around and go stand behind the couch and crouch down. I, I was so nervous um, for for the Chiefs and, and just for the game. I, I didn't want it to end on some bonehead turnover or a, or a bullshit penalty or something. I was so nervous. But, um, no, that was fun, man. Uh, the fourth and one in overtime also – I, my heart's just, I don't know if it stopped beating racing from last night. So that was fun. But yeah, um, Kels is right. You got to fight for your right to party. And, and uh, you know, you can hate the Chiefs all you want. But quite honestly, um, if you hate the Chiefs, uh, just like people that hated Tom Brady when he was winning, um, uh, I think uh, you're just being a hater to be a hater. Uh, what, are your, what are your reasonings? What are your facts? They, they, there's no logic to them. Uh, I, I've never understood the Brady hate. I really haven't. So I don't understand the Chief hate either. Um, that's the best Super Bowl ever, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, every dynasty, every dynasty goes to a new height. <laughs> not, to, not to use Kelsey's um, podcast name, but it goes to a new height. And, you know, you had the Niners and Cowboys in the 80s and 90s. Okay, they, they, they did about the same. I think uh, what the Niners won full five with Steve Young and the Cowboys won three. Okay. Um, then you have Brady who has seven Super Bowls, but he goes to ten. He had two separate dynasties. Maybe even three, if you if you want to say that. Um, but regardless, he had more than one. Okay, so he took it to a new height. Kansas City, not only are they a dynasty, but they have a chance to take it to a new level and have the only three-peat in Super Bowl history. They've got a chance to do it, and a damn good one. If they can get some more pieces on defense, look, they're going to lose some people. Um, if I'm Mahomes, I'm going to renegotiate. I know you just did this last year, but I'm going to renegotiate, open up some space, get me a number one receiver, um, whether it's Mike Evans in free agency, someone to that level. Um, we'll, we'll go down there. I'm, I'll, I'll do a free agency preview podcast and everything um, so that we can go over go over that and where I think people should land. I'll make some predictions on that, but uh, we're not there yet. But I think uh, the Chiefs are going to be better, I think, next year. Um, than they were this year. Um, obviously, like I said, they're going to lose some pieces on defense, but I, I think they can rebound. Um, but they have a chance to do that. And, you know, if you compare it to the UFC, when Conor McGregor won his second belt to become the champ champ, as he said, um, a lot of people, you saw everybody following suit. And then people going, I don't think anyone ever did it, but people going for the, the third belt. Um, and, uh, yeah, you just, you see once a barrier has been broken or a new height has been reached, 
then that's now the new the new target and it takes somebody to go and hit that before everyone else follows so i think kansas city has a chance to do that Hey guys, I want to interrupt really quick and just chat about the Jones Group. So not only does the Jones Group file tax returns for their clients, as well as handle bookkeeping and accounting services for their personal needs or primarily their business needs, there's only one true tax season, maybe two if you look at it from the industry standard, but there's always time to plan throughout the year. It's never a bad time to plan and that's what the Jones Group does best. You can find them at www.thejonesgroup.us and they will create a personalized tax plan for you and your business. Give them a call today. One thing I mentioned um, at halftime watching the game was it hit me about halfway through Usher's performance. I went, oh shit. This looks like a Kyle Shanahan Super Bowl. And... It also looks like a Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl. 10-3 to at halftime. Shanahan leads now for the third straight time in the Super Bowl at halftime. Okay, He led with the Falcons as the OC. They led 21-3 to at halftime of that game and eventually got up 28-3. to Okay, Then he led by 10 going into the fourth quarter in 2019 against the Chiefs. Okay, So he's now blown... Um, he's now blown three halftime leads in the Super Bowl. Okay. It's a big deal. Um, I'll say this, though. Brock Purdy, I, I will shut up. I will shut up. Brock Purdy, he was so... Cool, calm, and collected. And and I said that before um, the Super Bowl. I said that last week in my, my uh, preview podcast with Super Bowl. But I did say I think he would have some struggles early. He didn't bat an eye. That guy is so smooth and so cool with everything. He looked so relaxed. I couldn't believe how relaxed he was in the pocket. And he, all his throws were on target. I, I remember one miss he had on Debo where I, I don't know if it got tipped. I couldn't really tell. But something just wasn't right with the throw. It's the only throw I could think of early that that was off. Um, now, if you want to go back to my previous podcast where I talked about QBR, um, total quarterback rating, um, Mahomes finished with a higher QBR. And I was going to put an episode out yesterday. I, I didn't uh, I didn't have any time and wasn't able to get around to it. But I was going to put out an episode and basically say, here's why the Chiefs are going to win. It's because Mahomes is going to have the higher QBR. And he did by a full six points, 75.8 to 69.8. And he had a higher rating by 10 points. So I think uh, – in this case, um, I, I'm glad I went with the Chiefs. Our score, the score I chose was 24-20. That, that was pretty darn close. Um, I like to look at the Vegas line, which I think it was 47 and a half, if I remember right. Um, I, I knew it last week. I think I remember that right. So, you know, we're sitting there in overtime, and it's 19-19, and I went, oh, my God, if the Niners kick a field goal and the Chiefs win, they won't have to kick the extra point, and that'll be 47 points. The under will hit by a half point. Vegas is unreal. They're just unreal. I don't know how they do it. 
Um, McCole Hardman, I had said uh, at the trade deadline this year, I said, you know, the Chiefs, well, let me go back. I said in the preseason, I think Kansas City should trade for Mike Evans when the Buccaneers are 0-5. You know, I'm being dramatic, but I was saying, you know, I, I wasn't expecting the Bucks to be what they were, and they weren't early on, but then I think they got back close to square at the trade deadline, so I figured, yeah, they're not going to part ways with Mike, and he wants to be a Buck, and he likes playing with Baker. I was like, I don't think he's leaving. I said, you know, they they should go get McCole Hartman. I said this about probably a day or two before they actually traded for him. I said they should go get him. He's not active on the Jets. He's not doing a thing. I think he had maybe one or two catches with the Jets in the first two months of the season. I said they got to go get him, and uh, and they did. And honestly, uh, I was I was talking to someone last week, and I said, yeah, I just don't like the Chiefs' uh, special teams. You know, I think Hardman Hardman uh, he's been a little sloppy. And uh, not that that would really have any bearing necessarily on the Super Bowl. It can, and it, and, it, and it ended up having a bearing on the Super Bowl with the Niners fumbling and muffing the punt, you know. But point is, I, I said they should trade for him. I'm glad they did. Um, he, he was always great with Mahomes. He had struggled in the AFC Championship game. I think he fumbled twice, um, losing one of them. But he comes in clutch. I mean, what do you know? Andy Reid runs the same freaking play that he ran to win it last year. That was uh, it was crazy. I, I didn't even notice it until he got in the end zone. And it was right, I think it was right before or during Romo saying that it was the same play. I went, oh my God, they motioned him in and he ran out right behind Kelsey. Same play. If you watch Kelsey, Kelsey puts his hands up in the air almost before the ball gets caught. And Hardman saying, I blacked out when the ball was in the air. I would too. Um, if any of you have, have ever been in a high-pressure situation like that or a gigantic moment that's so much bigger than yourself, you do. You you black out and you don't really remember it. And you want to be in the moment, right? You want to remember it, but it, it can be pretty difficult. Hey, guys, I want to take a quick moment and talk about CogniCare and what they're doing in the health space for seniors. So for over 12 years, their team of experts has been dedicated to helping patients live better lives. With their new program offered 100% covered by Medicare, they can now help seniors retain and improve their brain function. If, they, if you want to learn more about how to help grandma and grandpa or yourself, give them a call. You can reach them at their website, CogniCareTexas.com. Don't worry, you don't have to be in Texas, but they are based out of Texas, Houston. CogniCareTexas.com. Give them a call today. Let me touch on one more thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be uh, a little bit harsh, maybe, on the Niners, and maybe I'm overreacting, but I'm seeing a lot of things today that are, oh, the Niners didn't know the overtime rules, and the Chiefs did. Okay, look, the the team that's gonna win the Super Bowl too. A lot that goes into it is being prepared, and. If you're not prepared for the moment, if you're not prepared for everything, you know, that, that's why the Patriots won so many is because if you go back and listen to old Bill Belichick practice sound bites, he's always saying, 
hey, what are we going to do in this situation if it's third and five and someone jumps off sides? You know, he's always going through scenarios with the players, keeping them engaged. And, you know, a lot of the time, it's the NFL. Those situations, they come up when you least expect it. And it was funny how, you know, like go back to the Malcolm Butler interception. There's practice footage of them practicing that exact play prior to the Super Bowl and Malcolm Butler taking the wrong angle. He goes underneath the pick in practice, underneath the pick route in practice, and it gets caught for a touchdown. And then they show a, a clip of him in practice doing it the right way. Okay, and then in the Super Bowl, he knew what to do. Um, being prepared for the moment, it matters. And Andy Reid had his team prepared, and Shanahan... I'm not saying he didn't have them prepared, but they weren't prepared for every possible moment. Um, maybe it's hard to say to be prepared for every possible moment, but at least legitimate ones. I mean, shit, be prepared for overtime. I, I think that's a fair thing to, to say, oh, he should have been prepared for. I think that's a totally fair criticism, um, and, and those are my thoughts on it. So, yeah, um, this is going to be fun. I, I've got some things lined out for... March. Um, I might I might try to do another podcast in February, but otherwise I think I might hold off until we get closer to free agency. Maybe, maybe not. I haven't really decided yet, but I'm going to go through the offseason, guys. Um, you know, a lot of people close to me have asked me, are you, what are you going to do in the offseason? Like, what's there to do? What's there to do? Um, the most fun time, in my opinion, in the NFL is the offseason. Um, one of the most fun times anyways. You get to go through free agency in the draft and and look, if you're if you're a nut like I am with with uh, college and pro football, the offseason's where it is, man. That's fun stuff. That's real, real fun stuff. So I'm gonna do stuff through the you know, the draft and free agency and and into the summer. So we're just gonna keep rolling with it. And uh, you know, any feedback is is great. Um you know, you, you probably, uh, you, I think you can leave comments on, on Spotify now. So, you know, if anybody has anything that, that uh, they want to hear or if, honestly, if anybody wants to be on, I want this to be an open forum where we just have fun with it and talk ball. So if anybody wants to be on it too, just, you know, for those that are around me, hit me up. You have my number, you have my socials. I'm not really on socials anymore, but I get on it occasionally. So, yeah, hit me up. I'm going to hit a, uh, a little bonus segment here real quick. Um, I wanted to touch on, you know, I, I, uh, I keep hearing from a few different people, that was a boring game. Um, I completely disagree. I think if you're saying it's a boring game, um, there's no criticism. This is just my honest opinion. If you're saying it's a boring game, then you're, you're a casual fan. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. When it comes to something like the UFC, um, you, you hear the term thrown around casual fan. The, um, hey, if guys are grappling on the ground, but they're actually moving. Not the ones where the crowd's booing um, and, and the ref's not standing them up because they're just laying on each other gassed. That, that nobody wants to see. But if they're grappling and they're actually moving and they're trying to finish each other, choke each other out, armbar, whatever the case may be, um, guillotine, 
That's fun, and that's part of the art. It's martial arts. When it comes to the NFL, um, that was good defense, guys. That was not bad offense, okay? That was really high-level defense from both teams. Now, each team shot themselves in the foot offensively on a couple plays. They fumbled, yes. But, guys, those balls were punched out, okay? They weren't like they were just dropped, in the middle of nowhere. The only one I could think of that was bad was Mahomes' pitch to Pacheco to start the second half that was bobbled and dropped. Um, They lost like eight yards, I think. But other than that, the offensive play wasn't sloppy, you guys. Um, So that was just good defense, and I can appreciate great defense. I even said at halftime, I was like, this is a fucking fun game because these teams are punching each other in the mouth, um, and, and it was nice to just not see a shootout for a change. This was a really fun game. And if you've been watching football as long as I have, um, you can think back to like like the, the early 2000s. This is what games were like. Uh, this was a lot of fun. So I just wanted to make that point that this was not a boring game. This was a really, really fun football game. And uh, I think it was the best Super Bowl ever. My, my, my favorite Super Bowl ever has always been the Patriots and Seahawks. You know, I, I really like Tom Brady, but that game was just so much fun, man. It was so back and forth. Brady's down by 10. It was awesome, right? I think this game beats it. I really, really do. Um, and I don't think it's a matter of, of being emotional in the moment because I even said that last night. I went, you know, I think this is the best Super Bowl ever, but let me sleep on it. No, this is the best Super Bowl ever. Hey guys, I appreciate those of you that made it this far listening to the episode. Um, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, go ahead and follow me on the Spotify page as well as leave a review um, and a rating. That would really help me out. Appreciate it.